There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The following very, very special program is brought to you in lively black and white on NBC. Oh, crap. What? No color. Oh, well, look at us. I guess it's all, we all have dark colors on, so. When does, <laughs> when do any of us come to work in Technicolor outfits? Uh, yeah, good point. I'm going to start. <laughs> I think I'm going to start. I wore a pink shirt a on Tuesday. Clothes. You did. Oh, right. uh-huh. Fabulous. Yeah. Mm, thank you. That's right. But, nope, today, B. Arthur hasn't given us mm. any money, so. Okay, well, mm-hmm. save it for next week. So that's it. She doesn't like us today. I think we had four straight solid days of Technicolor, though, didn't we? We did. We did. We did. And then that, she had to even out the budget. Yeah, yeah, she gave it all to that dang Danny Thomas hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Darn it. And that's that Barbara Eden special, too. Oh. Yeah. Burt Bacharach and Imogene told, Coca. Told yeah. Bob Mackey, lay off the sequins, honey. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the second hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk later on our My Talk app. And hey, don't forget, you can also listen to us in your kitchen, your bathroom, your love dungeon. Uh, oh on, on my your gosh! Favorite. You got a love dungeon? Please. Yeah, please take a picture of Show that. Show us. Oh, yeah. Well, and listen. Fifty Shades of My Talk. Send us that, oh, girl, please. Yeah, we go anywhere. We are a cheap date. Yeah. Oh, I'm Jace with Lex. All right, all right, you know who we are. I've already introduced us, but I'll do it one more time. I'm, uh, I'm <laughs> hey, Jace. Girl, hey. That's that's Lex right there. That's Holly. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome to the show. We're hey, glad you're here. Oh, oh. <gasps> I missed. Don't worry. He wasn't going to attack you. Oh. Yeah. He was mean. Donkeys. A mean donkey. Are donkeys mean? Some are. Yeah. They kick. I think they spit and bite also. <laughs> <laughs> just like one of my exes <laughs> hey hey here all week um well i didn't mean to actually play a oh. donkey i meant to hit another animal mm. to lead us into our first story but my uh i was a little quick on the trigger there oh uh, let's a talk oink, oink a little oink oink let's talk pigs this morning yeah uh, well, holly what? oh sorry go ahead no i was gonna say do you like ham holly love ham Lex? Oh, yeah. Like? Oh, yeah. And this is just another reason to go to Finland. You like ham, oh. don't you, Jace? I do. It's not my favorite. Oh, you okay. Know, it's not my favorite, but I'll eat it. Yeah. Well, a couple things uh, to talk about. We uh, want to go to Finland. There's a lot of reasons to visit that beautiful country. Yes. Um, but one of the other reasons is to 
taste some sauna ham. Now, <laughs> you can say sauna or sauna. sauna. <laughs> We're going to say sauna just because that's just the way it is right now here. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm just, I, I want to acknowledge that some people say sauna. Yeah, okay? that's the correct, according that to you, the that's the correct to pronunciation. Sauna. Sauna. Um, there's a unique charcuterie that you can feast on okay. called, uh, sauna ham. It's actually sauna pulvicinuku. So you can what? try that. Rolls right off the tongue. You, it use, it? use that in a sentence, please. <laughs> I traveled all the way to Finland and I feasted on some sauna pulvicinuku. <laughs> and it was delicious. How about Beautiful that for a life. sentence? Fantastic, Lex. Add this to your bucket list because apparently there's a, a writer that, from Food and Wine that visited Finland and tried this ham and said it's the best ham that she has ever had in her entire life. And she's had a lot of ham. How this works is you, you, you don't go to have a sauna and there's ham cooking in there. They have special saunas. <laughs> well, that's good to know because thank you, Lex, for clearing be, that it up. Could be misleading. I just want to make sure, right? Thanks, Lex. And you're not like in a sauna having With some the ham, yeah. right? You know, not that either, Lex. Or the pig, or right? Exactly. They they cook this ham in a sauna, <laughs> and it's delicious. I guess it's ten hours it takes for one to cook up and um, there's steam that's injected in as well it's this really beautiful smoky experience Uh, the smoke saunas have it's all blackened with soot there's atmospheric scents that float in the steam i mean wow she's really painting a picture here isn't she she is a word picture and here's what one of the purveyors does is they select large hams because size matters they salt them then they net them into the desired shape that they'd like they place a (laughs) bunch of them in wheat in meat wagons okay and then they take these meat wagons roll it into the smoke sauna and uh, they burn there for several several hours and when they're fully cooked they slice them into cold cuts and most of the time they roll it up and put it on a charcuterie but apparently this person says it is just phenomenal well, it better be. That took 15 minutes for you to tell us <laughs> of what they do. How they do each, it. How they do it, Lex. Yeah. That better be some damn good ham. Sauna ham. Oh. Get it in Finland, everybody. Because sauna's life there. You know that, right? That's oh. that's every day. In fact, really? they, they used to use sauna. Some can be, still be used as a birthing room. And then it's also a place where people are given their last rites. So you can come into the world oh, oh, oh. and leave in a smoldering box of birch. <laughs> that actually sounds kind of nice. Kind of, right? Yeah. I really like that. Huh. I do, too. You I, can oh. enter the earth and leave the earth in the same room. Yeah. yeah. That's one of my bougie dreams is to have a my own sauna. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. I do love a good sauna. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know if I want ham from sweaty. it, though. I gotta tell you, I don't know. I'm a. I think I'm a. I'm a. I'll pass on that one. Oh really? Oh. Yeah, that's a lot. Oh, sign me up. Yeah, I'll order mm. ten pounds. Oh my gosh, <laughs> regional hams from around the world. <laughs> that sounds equally delicious. Give me right and while I, in Finland. Yeah, while in Finland, because I love Iberico ham. Mm. Oh, a well, what? Uh, Iberico ham. Hamon from Spain. Um, Spain. Yeah. Just want one of those big legs and just like gnaw on it for like a whole year. Yeah. Sounds so good. 
little prosciutto. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Are we hungry or what? Yep. I think so. <laughs> What's up? I'm on. Yeah. Well, oh. go to Finland, everyone. If you've had this ham, take Let's a picture of it. go to the Azores. That's where I want to go. Oh, yeah. That's Portugal. However we get our meat sweats, guys, let's just have them. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh. Get oh. the meat sweats, everybody. Yeah, right. If you've had it before, let us know. Let us know how it was. Mm-hmm. If you had sauna ham, please let us know. Yes. When we come back. The secrets to living to 100. We're going to talk about the blue zones when we come back. It tastes cheesier. Let your taste decide. Jason and Alexis present TV Taste Test. Well, I I was excited yesterday. I thought, uh, hey, I was going to tell Alexis about the show that I thought she would like. And lo and behold, I was right, but she had already watched it. (laughs) I had not yeah at one point and I've read the book too. I love Dan Butner. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a docu series on Netflix. It's just I think four episodes, so it's easily digestible. Not much of a commitment in Hell's Bells. There's nothing else to watch. <laughs> I mean, it really isn't. Um, yeah. So it's uh, how to live to be a hundred. I the it's the blue zones. How to live to be a hundred. And Dan Butner goes around to different points on Earth to discover how people are living into their uh, into their hundreds with quality and of life too with quality of life not not like in nursing homes and in and being ill in 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 ill health but living vibrant lives looking like they're in their 60s or 70s in some cases oh yeah i mean physically their their appearance mm-hmm. well i pulled a clip and then we can use this maybe as a jumping off point because to me, yes, there, you know, in each location that he went to, including Albert Lee, Minnesota, uh, in episode four, um, in each location, my my takeaway and the through line that I took away as a viewer was we need to get our ass up. I mean, there were different secrets in each locale, mm-hmm. but the number one was to me, we need to walk more. You yeah. don't need a gym membership. Like, look, it's great to do. I mean, if you do. Yeah. But you don't need a gym membership. You just walk some stairs and walk around. This clip is Move from your body. Yep. This clip is from episode two, I believe, in Italy. Mm. And it's a little about a minute long or so, but just take a listen to it. And don't get out of the car. Because this is this kind of this is a little bing bing moment. Here we go. Uh, I think I queued it up right here. Oh, come on, computer, really? He correlated that with the pitch of their village and found out very clearly that uh, one of the biggest predictors of longevity was how steep your village is. How steep the village is. So the steepness for us is very important. You can see here, just by walking, you have an additional energy expenditure. Many homes have two, three, or four stories. Every day, have to walk up and down 30 steps. Who would have thought that steepness of a village would correlate to longevity? None of them they have big biceps or can do a triathlon. They're walking. So I'm thinking back on Okinawa and about how they're gardening almost every day and getting up and down from the floor. And I'm seeing a commonality. 
They don't even know it, but they're exercising. They're moving naturally all day long. Most people spend about half of their day sitting down. We move from our cars to our desk to our couches. And that prolonged physical inactivity increases our risk for diabetes and heart disease, both of which cut our lives short. But in Sardinia, they've suffered only a fraction of the rate of these diseases and therefore are living longer. There's a lot more, but I I liked that clip because it combined a little bit of what we learned in the Okinawa episode combined with this uh, this Italian village. And it just made it so simple, but it just made a hell of a lot of sense to me. Lex, your takeaways? Yeah, I, I uh, what's wonderful is is that, yeah, he does go around and, and some of the other takeaways other than walking, you know, having something to believe in, um, that the reason why they were walking up those steep <laughs> They were they were going to church every day, and to have some believe in something. Uh, I think that that was that was one of them. Um, gosh, some, it's been a while since I've read the book, and I've only watched the Okinawa one, Jace, because I lived there, and it 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 was my, is my favorite place that I've ever lived. Um, and I don't know if it has anything to do with um, some of the takeaways from Blue Zones, but I just really loved loved being there. Um, what were the other takeaways from um, Okinawa? Uh, it was walking and shoot. Do you remember, Jace? Yeah, the gardening and then gardening their diet, their the plant-based diet, diet. Mm-hmm. Plant-based, plant-based diet, and also yes. communal aid with each other. And there is a Japanese term for that. Yes. And uh, what some of the folks in Okinawa decided to do was go around to their neighbors and create a mutual aid network to help each other out. Yeah, they talked about how yeah, to have people that care about you. Actually, that older people are cherished and loved. Yes, instead of and, just thrown away. And they talked about how thirty, forty years ago, even more, when you would retire, or if you were a widow or widower, you would move in with your family. Yes, and now they find that uh, the it has flipped. Now more widow widowers are living by themselves and not with their families and they're dying two to five years sooner um, because they don't have that communal, that family dynamic that they have in other cultures. So that's knocking years off too. And again, uh, Man. They also talked about food. A lot of these in that Italian village, they talked about minestrone. Mm. And every time I say minestrone now, I think about the Brits because that's jokingly what they call Minneapolis. Anyway, uh, they talked about how great minestrone is because it is whole grains and beans and A and the clear final, broth. Yes. And the final episode was talking about the simplicity of fruits and nuts, Mm. how just eating a handful of nuts a day can really help you. Now, look, all of this stuff is, you know, you can put it all together. But when I walked away, I just thought, wow, it's it's actually not that hard. It's not it's not complicated. Yeah. Get off. Move. Right. That's Holly. That was my big takeaway. The takeaway. Yes, and Jason, it's a, yeah. there are things that you can do as an individual that you can take away from this Blue Zone things. I actually kind of left a little sad watching this. Did you? Yeah, because oh, interesting. A lot of the changes 
and a lot of the implementations that are recommended by the Blue Zones, we need big policy changes. Yeah, we yeah. can't, we big, can't do that here. Yeah, we can't do that here. We need big systemic mm-hmm. changes and the way that these cultures are able to implement these things are because they have policy in place that we here in the United States don't have. And that made me feel sad. I'm like, okay, well, great. You, you as an individual can only do so much. But clearly one of the big takeaways that I had from the Blue Zones is that these things need to be part of a collective and part of a larger um, order of things. So I was like, well, guess I'll eat my minestrone. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, not that I love. It, I, it's, it's interesting to me that you walked away. And I walked away feeling optimistic, mm. not uh, not optimistic about because you are right. It, it quite literally takes a village. But yeah. I felt self empowered by oh well, I can handle. That's I, easy to I, eat some I nuts. can control. I can control what I can control. And there are some things that I'm not doing that I should be doing. Mm-hmm. That's I that I felt I that's why I walked away feeling a little more powerful with my own, I don't know, with my own health going, you know what? I can walk more. I can watch my diet more, what I'm putting into my body. Yeah. uh, More than what I can't rely on systematically and with policies or lack thereof. That's why I think a lot of people are just having their own gardens. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, at least I can grow my own veggies and do it and nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get those nuts. Yeah. Get those nuts. Get that bag of nuts, girl. Yeah. I got to watch the rest of them. Yeah. It's four episodes. I one believe. of them is in California. Mm-hmm. And then he huh. talks about his experiment that he did several years ago, I think in 2012, 2009 and Albert Lee, mm-hmm. how he tried to create a blue zone, not just that it naturally happened to create a blue zone. Was that uh, a it's fail? Called... No, it, it worked. It, it did. Worked. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Live to 100 is what it's called. It's a limited series on Netflix. Secrets of the Blue Zones. Live to 100, Secrets of the Blue Zones. Four episodes, easily digestible on Netflix. When we come back, it is time for Ditch, Date, or Dabble. Send us your threesomes. Everything. Let First Equity help you with your mortgage. If you're looking to buy your first home, now's a great time to get your financial ducks in a row. If this is your 50th mortgage, give First Equity a call. They've worked in our local market for 23 years and counting, and they can do it all. Conventional, FHA, VA, first-time home buyer. They're an independent mortgage broker, so you get that unmatched, personalized attention you need and deserve. This is a big financial decision that you're making, and you want to make sure you have the right team holding your hand through the process. They can shop multiple lenders, so that's only good for you because you can have more options, better rates, more opportunities for down payment assistance. Oh, just a wonderful team. Go to mytalk1071.com and type in keyword David. There you'll see that the website is a wonderful resource. There's a mortgage calculator. You'll learn about David and the team, their different locations, and, of course, what the next steps are. But give them a call, 763-251-8000 or mytalk keyword David. The way I see it, you have three choices. Time for the newest Jason and Alexis game. Ditch. Ditch. We gotta ditch him. Date. Date. I would date him. Or dabble. Dabble. I've been known to dabble. Which will it be? Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on my talk. 
Everything entertainment, everything Wi-Fi stereo. I'm Jace with Lex mm. and Holly. Coming up in the next hour, WTF Trivia, powered by Trivia Mafia. Team Jason and Alexis is going up against Rocco and Mike. <gasps> yeah. The category, pop culture, back to school style. That's right. Yeah. Or other way around. Back to school, pop culture style. Uh, but right now, you're giving us threesomes, and we're going to tell you mm. if we're going to ditch them, if we're going to date them, or if we are going to dabble them. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Since the state fair just wrapped up. Okay. Start with this one from Jamie on Twitter. Refuse to call it X. <laughs> ditch, date, or devil. Okay. Renaissance Festival. State fair. Or Aquatennial. Ooh, that's fun to think about. Mm-hmm. I'll, I can go. Go. I'm going to uh, ditch the Aquatennial, and mainly um, because I that's the one I know the least amount, and I feel like that goes on forever and ever and ever, <laughs> which might be a good reason to marry something, but um, I, I'm ditching Aquatennial. I am going to date the Renfest and marry the State Fair. Or date. And you're gonna, our you're gonna dabble this, with and dabble with Renfest. Dabble with Renfest. Because imagine the costumes. Mm, I'm just imagining the, the sweatery. Smells. Ah. Okay. Holly. It's the same thing. I'm ditching the Aquatennial only because I don't know a lot about the Aquatennial. So it's just pure ignorance on my part. No offense. No offense. I'm dating the state fair, baby. We we have an annual standing date. Yeah. We're going out. And then I'm dabbling with the Renfest. Yeah. I like to see the goose in the diaper. <laughs> uh, oh. I am ditching the Renfest. Okay. Without a doubt. I am dating Aquatennial. And I am dabbling with the state fair. Okay. Yes. Nice. Do you see one, Lex? I do. Let's see here. Okay, this is from Melissa. She wants to know, ditch, date, or dabble, Little Debbie oatmeal cream pies, Swiss rolls, or nutty bars? Ooh. I hate oatmeal (laughs) cookies, so that's going right away. Oh, okay. Ditching oatmeal cream pie. Okay. I'm going to marry Swiss rolls. Or date Swiss Swiss rolls. Okay. And dabble with nutty bars because nut, nut. Because nutty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Do you? Yeah, I know what I'm doing. All right. I am going to marry the oatmeal cream pie. I'm going to date that because uh, unlike you, I love the oatmeal cookies. Whoa. Very nice. I am going to dabble with nutty bars because you know, nuts like you said, mm-hmm. and then the Swiss rolls. You know, just kind of. Eh. Bye. Holly? Mm. I'm ditching Nutty Bars. Bye. I never go for the Nutty Bars. Never go for them. Mm. I'm dating that oatmeal cream pie. I mean, hi, it's a cream pie. <laughs> yeah. I just wish it was an oatmeal. Oh, oatmeal like cookies. oatmeal cookies? Oh. Is it a texture thing? 
It's just a taste thing. Uh, I just it's my least favorite cookie. Do you that like oatmeal? And gingerbread. Do you like oatmeal just as a standalone thing? I do actually. Okay. Yeah, I do. I just do not like oatmeal cookies. Oh man, so it's like, oh, you're you're up getting a cookie and you think it's chocolate chip and it's oatmeal raisin and That's it's the, like you, <laughs> you've penned it. You've penned the tail right on the donkey. Oh, yeah. I'm dabbling with a Swiss roll. Mm. Right. Mm. You love the Swiss rolls. Look at us ditching and dabbling and dating mm-hmm. different fruity, sweet treats. <laughs> <laughs> not chocolate. fruity. Not fruity. What am I talking about? Ditch date or dabble. Oh, Turn to our email via our show page oh, at mytalk1071.com. Yeah. Batman edition. Okay. This comes to us from Christine. Hi, Christine. Ditch date or dabble. Michael Keaton. Ben Affleck. Adam West. Okay. Oh, this is easy for me. Uh, Michael Keaton, I'm absolutely dating. He's my favorite Batman. So bring it on, Michael Keaton. I am going to dabble with Ben Affleck because I really like the costume. And, you know, he's he seems very fun. Mm-hmm. And then Adam West, I'm just going strictly by the costume. Nah. Nah. Holly? Ditching. All right, ditch date or dabble. Well, I'm going to ditch Adam West because your Holly fun fact of the day is my grandma dated Adam West, so I can't be dabbling <laughs> where my family yeah. has been dabbling. That's oh. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was Can't that? double dabble. Uh-huh. Was it just one date or was oh, this like, like a long term? It was like a few. Okay. Look, well, that's a fun fact. I didn't know that about your family. Yeah. Look, grandma got around. Nice. <laughs> Thinking about you, Louise. Uh, I'm going to date Michael Keaton. Okay. Because he's Michael Keaton. And I'm dabbling with Ben Affleck because I hope he can dress us in the Batman costume while we go through the junkies drive-thru. Yeah! yeah. Oh, yes. I'm Batman. No, does he sound like that? He, no, that's, uh, that's, that's Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Yeah, because I don't know. Does Ben Affleck have a Batman he does, voice? He does have a little affected voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not Grumbly. quite. Yeah. Christian Slater, but... I'm going to ditch Adam. Christian I'm doing Bale. Christian Bale. <laughs> I'm like, why is he Slater? Oh, Christian Slater would have been a good Batman, yeah, too. He would have yeah. made a good jaw. He has a good jawline. Yeah, he does. Oh. Under that cowl, he would have been good. <laughs> um, I'm, it's a hat trick. I'm ditching Adam West. Mm. I'm absolutely having mad sex with Ben Affleck oh. because I, I think he's a dirty birdie. I think he's. <laughs> I think he would pick you up and throw you across the room and yeah. then pick you back up. Sure, strong enough. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to date Michael Keaton because Dude Rich. So. Oh, well, oh, there's that. Hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> dude Rich. Yeah, just saying. Mm-hmm. And he's a cutie patootie. Yeah, I, just, I would and like to nice. hang out with Michael Keaton because yes. by all means, all the stories of people in Hollywood, Michael Keaton is a mensch. He's a great guy. Yeah. And he was in one of my favorite movies of the 80s, Mr. Mom. Oh! So I have oh. many... I have many Mr. Mom questions. I want to know about Terry Gar. I want to know about Angelian. I just a lot. I love Mr. Mom so much. And it was produced by Aaron Spelling. I'm done now. My little, my little. Okay, let's send this. There we go. Before I further embarrass myself. Uh, when we come back, uh, Jimmy Fallon is having a no good, rotten, terrible, no good day. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Hour two. Hey, coming up. At the top of our third hour, new words added to dictionary.com. Yeah, some are pretty funny. 
Are we doomed? Pretty much, yeah. And words that I think we'll put into use right away, like oh. Blur's Day. Oh. I don't even know what that is. I guess we'll find out. I'll tell you the top of eight. There we go. Then the Dirt Alert, and then at uh, 8.30. Weekly Trivia Face-Off, powered by our friends at Trivia Mafia. Woohoo! How do you think we're going to do against Rocco and Mike? Not well. Yeah. I believe in you guys. Thanks, It's going to be tough competition, but it will be fun. Yeah, always fun. Rocco scares me. He's really good. Yeah. So, yeah. That's coming up at 8.30, but right now, a bombshell... Uh, really, I mean that's overused, but really, it's a it was uh, yeah. I mean it really was from Rolling Stone, a comprehensive uh, kind of takedown of what's happening over at the Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, and it has a similar smell to the Ellen uh, scandal, mm. not quite. Not quite as bad, but it's in the same family, meaning former employees and I believe a couple current ones. Mm. I think I think they spoke to 50 people in all. I mean, they they really sourced this, but uh, a couple current many former producers, writers, etc. Bookers from The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon talking about the working environment over at The Tonight Show since Jimmy uh, took over from Jay Leno in 2014. And the bottom line is, one of the bottom lines is that it is a, the word toxic was thrown around, uh, that Jimmy himself, it's like the the wheel of fortune. You never know what, you're, what, what it's going to be. You never know what kind of Jimmy the wheel is going to give you. Mm. And if it's a bad Jimmy day, you're going to have a bad day. Um, Rolling Stone saw emails that allegedly Jimmy sent to the producers, not not offering like constructive criticism, but just being kind of a dinkus maximus about it. Um, and, and that's just a, the tip of the iceberg. I spoke to someone that works at 30 Rock that works for the network yesterday. Yeah, and I say? asked I asked about what the atmosphere was like at at, uh, at Rockefeller Center yesterday. And they said uh, that it was kind of empty there because people are still taking vacation. They said, but from what they are hearing, the truth is somewhere in the middle, yeah. which is sometimes the case in situations like this, that uh, the but then Jimmy came out right after this. I mean, this is more than Ellen did, I have to say. Jimmy came out within a few hours of this story dropping and called a meeting on Zoom, because obviously the show's not in production right now because of the strike, and mm-hmm. apologized to the staff and wow. pledged to do better within hours of this story, um, basically saying... And I know Holly's had it in the dirt alert. I think I, you may have the direct quote, Holly, but that I'm sorry that I embarrassed you. Um, I apologize. I'm going to do better. Yeah. Because with, right, Holly, am he, I missing anything? He, no, that? you said it's embarrassing and I feel so bad. Sorry if I embarrassed you and your family and friends. You said, I feel so bad. I can't even tell you. Yeah. Wow. So nine showrunners 
in however many years. What what is it? Nine uh, years. Nine years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nine nine teams of showrunners. Wow. Which and then NBC did release a statement. So there's two things where when when my when my friend said the truth is in the middle from what they're hearing from coworkers. Uh, what what pushes it a little bit more to ooh. Uh, 80% of this is probably true is NBC statement led me to believe that where they didn't defend Jimmy. Mm. They didn't even mention Jimmy in their statement to Rolling Stone. They defended the tonight show atmosphere and the show. And then uh, Jimmy quickly apologizing and not really denying anything. Yeah. Thoughts Lex. My thoughts are, I'm not surprised. Jimmy Fallon has had been going through a lot of personal struggle uh, with substance abuse, alcoholism. And you know what? That's going to seep in in your work life. You're going to act like a boob. And it's not surprising at all. I'm glad that he's owning it. And maybe that's a lot of the work that he's doing outside of the show. You know, I'm hoping he's I know he's in recovery and that he He is is working with the therapist. Yeah, he, he has been. Uh, at least for the last few years. Remember when he cut his finger and that was like kind of a weird thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, because the way they addressed it was just, there was a, there, a lot of weirdness around it. And um, I think since then, which was a few years ago now, he, he he has been working on it. Now, granted, I don't know how much or if if it really has changed from that time to now, because it sounds like there's still some people on the team who are saying this. Um, but he does seem like a like a person that's very up and down, and you know a lot of creatives are like that. Yeah, I'm not saying it's an excuse or anything. No, it's. Um, but uh, I can absolutely see of of all of the talk show hosts, the nightly ones, that he would be the one that would be the most difficult to kind of figure out how he's going to be each day because mm. he feels very frantic to me. Oh, interesting. And that's why we love him too. So, so you know, it's. I'm not saying that you should expect that, but that I'm not surprised is, I guess, my reaction to this. How? Yeah. uh, They're, you know, back on the Colleen Bradley show and Bradley and Don do these two blind items. Celebrity gossip mysteries. A lot of them over the years have been about allegedly, supposedly Jimmy Fallon and and his behavior going back to Alexis and uh, that, uh, yeah, there's substances involved and that perhaps they have affected his behavior. So when this came out, it was not a bombshell. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. so now we have people that are talking to journalists and kind of putting words to the gossip that has been floating around for years regarding Jimmy Fallon. So wasn't surprised about this, not surprised about anything, not surprised about his mood swings, not surprised uh, that uh, perhaps working on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, starring Jimmy Fallon, was a a very mm, uh, tumultuous experience for a lot of folks. Now, interestingly enough, too, Jason, when you said that NBC was making a statement not talking about Jimmy, they are concerned about this franchise. They see The Tonight Show Mm -hmm. as something that exists far beyond any host Mm -hmm. that might be going in there. And uh, so they're protecting the brand, whether or not Jimmy Fallon is going to be a part of it. I mean, you know, who knows what the contracts are like, but I feel like as long as Lauren Michaels is still involved with NBC, Jimmy Fallon is going to be involved in The Tonight Show. Mm -hmm. Lauren Michaels is an executive producer on that program, and I feel like Lauren Michaels has his favorites, and he will go to bat for them when they're in times of trouble. Now, and, And that being said... 
full disclosure, I'm not a fan of Jimmy Fallon. I'm not. So, mm-hmm. but, you know, he's yeah. he's clearly successful at what he does. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing this for nine years, but uh, getting ahead of it. But he did that kind of non-apology apology. Sorry if I embarrassed you and your family and friends. I don't know. I just, uh, it's like, you know what? Just apologize and we'll move forward. Mm-hmm. I, I, w- I was only a little surprised. Uh, then I was, uh, we're out of time, but uh, there was a, a TikTok, a woman on TikTok yesterday that pulled a clip of Jimmy with an interview with Common from several years ago mm. where Jimmy is quite visibly drunk. Yeah. Like, and I'm not, I, I don't say that lightly. You can tell that he is impaired, maybe not drunk. Let me pull that back. But he's not, something isn't right yeah. with the T. Uh, there's a little bit of slurring and he looked bad. So you can see it, the full story on rollingstone.com. We're going to take a break. Words added to the dictionary, the dirt alert and weekly trivia face off. We'll be right back. Oh, so fun. Roofing. No, no, no. Storm damage. No, not fun. But you know who makes it easier? JTR Roofing, Inc. Yeah, they do. They've uh, been in our market since 1992, locally owned and operated. And if you have any storm damage or if you have any other outdoor projects that you need a professional, you want an estimate, give JTR Roofing a call because, yes, roofing is in the name. They can do anything roofing. Uh, Siding, they can do soffit and fascia, which is the perimeter and undercarriage of your roof. Um, But they can also do gutters, windows, decking, and so much more. Have them out for an estimate. They do residential, commercial jobs of all sizes, uh, new construction, remodels, replacements, and they specialize in storm and hail damage repair. They have a lot of experience working with insurance, so they can help with that as well. And they serve the Twin Cities and Western Wisconsin. So give them a call today if you'd like an estimate, 651-777-7394. Mention me for $1,000 off.